Unleash Your Mindset. Welcome to today's podcast. This podcast is meant to help people who feel stuck and want to step to the next level. It's time to break bad habits and find the mindset needed to live your best lifestyle. With Chris Fit Unleash, you'll be able to get tips and advice in making better and healthier choices. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to, to Unleash Your Mindset with Chris Fit Unleash. Today, we got a special guest. And today, I'm introducing you guys to Gabriel Segura, Laredo's best fitness trainer. Of many, right? So, Gabriel Segura, fitness training. Eddie, uh, Gabriel, why don't you tell me something about yourself, brother? What's up, what's up, what's up? GS Chain, coming to you live with Chris Fit Unleashed. <laughs> Little thing about myself, guys, I'm just a regular bodybuilder from Laredo, Texas. You know, I keep it very simple, and, you know. You know, just put my name out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you, bro. This whole fitness world is getting bigger, man. One thing I've noticed a lot is that there is more trainers. Yes. There is more competitors. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the better the competition, the better. But, holy shit, man. There is so much. I mean, how many gyms we got on Laredo now, right? Like, man, dude, to keep counting, I don't even know. <laughs> there's so much. I mean, the fitness journey, the fitness business, the fitness industry is big and building up so much. But you got in just at the right time. So, yeah. I want to ask you a few questions, bro, that I'm pretty sure a lot of people are wanting to ask. And pretty much we'll be able to cover pretty much what people want to know and perhaps even motivate people to get started and yeah, things they want to know and definitely about you. So first question I want to ask you, bro, how long did it take you to build this much muscle? I'll definitely say going on five years. It's taken me quite a while, but you know, it's the way the fitness journey goes. You just got to keep driving every single day. So it took you about five years? Yeah. So within the five years, what was it like? I mean, from the beginning to when, man, like tell me about your five years journey. Like, tell me the first year, second year, you know, when you started, when you went in, when you started learning more about it. Like, tell me about your five years journey. Definitely going into, like, the first year was probably the nutrition because, you know, I had no idea what to eat, you know, how to, you know, measure food. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So I started watching YouTube videos, how a lot of the professionals do it, you know, scale, measuring how much to eat, you know, you go from there. And I think the nutrition was the hardest part to start out, but it's really not that hard now that I put it. But in the, in the second year, that's when... I started to actually hit the gym harder, going every day, you know, learning how to do splits. You know, it went from there, the three years, it stayed the same, they went on, and like, and you're in five years into it. Yeah, five yeah. years into it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because a lot of people when they hear about like, oh, how big did it get you? They expect like six months or oh, one year, like, and then you tell them like, oh, five to ten years, like, what? Like, <laughs> nah, I don't want to do it. Like, bro, like this is a long journey. Like, how long it took you to get out of shape from yes. when you were? You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, second would be when did you first begin working out? Like when was your first workout when you first started lifting weights? How old were you? Uh, I was about twelve years old. That's when I like my I would see my dad work out in the house and I'm like, hey, let me get into it with him. You know, just working out weights here and there, just very simple. You know, just simple. Yeah, I get you. Man, how old are you right now? I'm 23 years old. 23 years old. So you have about 11 years since you first started working out, yeah. right? I mean, so you've been active for 11 years, but five years into lifting weights and yes. that whole gym style, right? Um, what motivated you in becoming a trainer? Definitely my dad. I think that's the, he's the one that put it in, in my head, you know, becoming a trainer. It first started when um, he started to see me do videos about talking nutrition, uh, training, and then he would question me like, why are you always recording yourself? Like, oh, I guess I just want to tell people what I've been doing now because of my progress. Like, that's the case, man. When I become a trainer, I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Let me just, yeah, and then, like, we should just do it. Like, yeah, do it. We'll help, we'll help you out. Like, we went from there and one day left for another and I'm Trainer. That's what's up, man. Because the fact that your dad convinced you to become a trainer, you're talking about your dad convinced you to change a lot of lives. Exactly. Because there's a many lives. I've seen how you train your clients. Bro, you are fucking savage, man. Like, I see your clients crying, yelling, and you're like, keep going, come on. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be that guy, right? Like, I mean, whoever's like sitting down, leg extensions, bro. I see what you do, bro. And hands down, now, it that's gets pretty intense. It, 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 yeah, it is, man. Everybody hears it. It's not like if they were outside of Iron Body, people think it's a fucking slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what from from your journey of training, man? What has been your biggest challenge? Challenge, man. I definitely get in my name out there. You know, starting as a trainer. You know, my first year, I was nervous. I didn't like. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, how does you know? How do you start? And um, one day later, I got my first client, and you know, just took out from there. And they just gotta get comfortable with the clients. You know, putting it out there. You know, talk more, interact with the clients. But definitely getting my name out there was probably the hardest thing. Yeah, man, the marketing, bro. Because I mean, the the fucking social media is so loud. It's mm-hmm. so hard to have your voice heard. But, it is. But as long as you, I know, I've learned as long as you're consistent and you can do whatever it takes to stand out a little, which you fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can hear your clients, they obviously standing out. <laughs> you can definitely stand out yourself. But yeah, man, I, I get you with that challenge. So. Uh, what is an advice and this is important for you guys as far as a lot of people who are starting i'm pretty sure you want to know just take down notes if you have to but what advice would you give to beginners get into it that's basically what you have to tell yourself get into it you can't you know one thing leads to another you start prolonging it you just got to get into it you know so let's say you start from monday okay monday i'm gonna start eating right i'm gonna go to the gym you gotta continue that thing every single day you just can't stop you have to keep pushing every single day you just gotta get into it like don't make excuses Um, okay so as far as so yeah I know you're mentioning like for them to get into it you want them to get into it definitely and absolutely and I get you bro because sometimes there's that like ah wait till Monday ah New Year's resolution and there's just all those excuses so getting into it what would you advise I mean how can they get into it what would you say they can do to start off somebody I mean they get into it exactly how Definitely start off at the gym, you know, push yourself a little bit, you know, you got to take it step by step. Obviously, when I first started, you know, it takes a while just to, you know, feel comfortable in the gym, but you have to, you know, have to step in somewhere, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Then, of course, you know, your nutrition comes into place there as well, you know, and I get it, you know, you have to sacrifice some good food sometimes, but, you know, that's the way you have to start off. I mean, everybody starts off that way. I did, and it was hard, but, you know, I think it every single day now. I mean, it's a simple thing every day. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, bro. So, before this bodybuilding thing, and I know you do jujitsu too, right? Yeah. Yes, you do jujitsu and bodybuilding. God damn, you're fucking crazy, bro. That takes a lot of energy, man. Is, I've man. never tried jujitsu, but I know <laughs> that shit looks intense. But before you did bodybuilding and jujitsu, what was your lifestyle like back then? Five years, but before five years ago, what was your lifestyle like? Definitely just, you know, playing baseball, football, just keeping it simple, just simple sports, you know, just playing. That, those were my two favorite things that I was always doing, baseball and football. And, you know, just sometimes going to the gym. Like I said, I wasn't too serious just yet, but just going to the gym, getting my pump on, that's, that's simple. But then that's when I took it seriously, jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you, man. I fucking see you. So this is actually something for a lot of trainers and as well for a lot of people who are into fitness um this is something if you are a beginner whether you're a trainer or beginner for uh training i want to ask you what if you can go back to the past let's say at least five years ago your first year of training if you can go back in the past and give yourself advice when you first started this journey what advice would you give yourself (sighs) what advice would i give myself you know, of course, like I said before, you know, your, your eating habits, you know, those, that needs to change at, you know, at all costs. I mean, especially when you're actually trying to, you know, like make achievements, you know, your nutrition will be the biggest role, you know, learn how to give us, you know, chips, cookies, donuts. I mean, trust me, we're all human. I love donuts. But when you're, when you're trying to be serious about, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, you got to sacrifice those little things. But, you know, just have the passion for it. You have to fall in love with it. You know, every single day is a new, to make a new improvement. You just got to keep pushing it every single day. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. But so as far as advice you say it's like it's the nutrition side right so yeah, you would definitely. say like mentioning hey you know what like careful with what you're eating yes. and whatnot like mm-hmm. either more or less like exactly what give me a little more detail about that type of nutrition so like from calorie deficit or more calorie of like 
things you should have avoided your first year like because i'm pretty sure if you're if when you first start on your first year your eating habits where were they what they are now what difference would you think you'd be at now you know what I'm saying? like for example so your nutrition habits that you changed i know you started training five years ago so when did you start eating right like the way you're supposed to the way you have been do you have a year into it two years into it how long have you been eating as good or as healthy as you have been lately? Okay, so that's like it happened when I graduated high school. That's when I was, you know, that's when I was starting to get into really serious. Like, okay, what are these bodybuilders eating? Okay, chicken and rice, beef and rice. Went step by step and from there, you know, went on and saw some changes in my body. You know, just like, man, if I could have done this back in high school, I was like... <laughs> Man, like I would have looked pretty good. I mean, I was never, I would say the, you know, the leanest guy, but you know, had some, I was just thick. That's just, I was just thick. But you know, if I could have done that back in high school, man, everything would have been a lot different. I mean, my body would have been awesome. I would have, you know, been healthier. You know, how to keep myself going? Cause I would wake up, I had no energy. You know, the coaches would feed us donuts. They would feed us some stuff that we're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if I could have done this back, you know, high school, man, it would have been a lot different. <laughs> what, what, where did you actually? As a matter of fact, and I see this a lot when you um, post in your Instagram or your Facebook that people ask you, how do you stay motivated? But more importantly, how do you find the energy? Because man, there's those there's those fucking days where you just want to like fuck. Do I have to? I want to work. I've out been there. It, 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 I, and I get it. You know, it's you know early in the morning. I have to be up. Like I said, right now I've been waking up at four a.m. and it's I know you wake up super tired, but definitely. Um, where do you find that energy, man? Because I see you at the gym. You're just like boom, like damn, like <laughs> bro, give me that, give me some of that. <laughs> to be honest. Waking up every day, you know, I thank God every single day that puts me in the path to wake up, you know, feel good. It's another day of living and that's pretty much, and that's that keeps me going. But, you know, the gym, you have to fall in love with it. It's a, you know, it's, I know it's a love-hate relationship, you know, sometimes you don't want to put in work. There's days where I don't want to put in work, but, you know, I just suck it up and I have to do it. I mean, it's a part of me. I can't let it go, you know, it's, it feels awkward. If I go one day without the gym, I'm like, something's missing like something like, it's a daily ritual and you have to get it in. But, you know, you just got to fall in love with it. You got to, you have to have the passion for it. Right, right. So let me ask you this. So um, within your years of being a trainer, so far, what have you learned as a trainer? Like, you know, what is a common thing? Like, for, okay, so for example, besides as far as the common thing that you may pick up at the gym, such as, you know, clients learning value, right? Like from clients that used to, that you used to have to the clients you have now. Right. What difference or change would you say or, you know, what have you learned within your journey of being a trainer? Learning. This is a good question. This is a very good question. All right, we'll, we'll go back to that question. Okay. So, but OK, so like, let's say this for, for example, this might actually answer your question. If you answer this question, <laughs> what advice would you give people who are looking into becoming a trainer? or have just begun or just begun their journey as a trainer what advice would you give these new trainers definitely learn to have a lot of communication with your clients you know you don't want to be a, uh, an awkward trainer where you're just telling your client okay two more sets have two more sets you know you want to kind of interact with the trainers as well you know you want to say how's your weekend you're feeling good are you eating your meals you know you're getting your water and get to know them and when you see that from a client it helps them be more comfortable with you that way they're not too afraid of you no, I get the case on my side. You know, they're afraid of me because of my, you know, the way I <laughs> make yeah, them suffer. Yeah. But also having that, like, every time when the clients come in, how's your weekend? You know, was it good? You know, did you eat meals? You know, did you cheat? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always asking the questions, you know, to make each other feel good and comfortable. You know, sometimes clients will talk to me, you know, randomly. Like, hey, like, this happened the weekend. What's up? You know, just you got to have the interaction with the clients, you know, and I get it. You know, just have interaction with the clients. And he definitely has a point, guys, because as far as in my experience of being a trainer is that, 
you do want to connect with your clients. You want to know what gets them going. You want to know what motivates them because without just knowing very little of your clients, they can get discouraged. You won't know why and then they'll just disappear out of nowhere. You know, and I have noticed a few clients, some will share, some won't. But one thing I know for sure is, is that sometimes clients can get too deep into their expression yes. and then they start lacking in their workout and yes. it's like bro like i would love to hear you out but right now we need to focus on your workout right because yes. it, it is good to exactly. get to know them, and yeah. it's good to connect but at the same point it's like hey like i'm sure whatever story you have is like very deep mm-hmm. But you're in the hour where we're supposed to be improving you. Yes. So I want to know a little about you, but at the same time, like I want to make sure we're improving you. Yeah, at the same exactly. Because clients do do that. Yeah, and sometimes I mess with them. I mess with them. That like they'll ask me a question. How's your weekend? You know what? I'll tell you after you do the set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, it works. You it, go it with it. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, like I'm being serious. I mean, you're not just that. You're on the hour, so I'm trying to get as much work as you can right now. So you know, you, we can't be talking the whole hour. <laughs> yeah, because one thing I've noticed a lot too is that when you do get into those conversations or whatnot, that focus is not the same anymore. Exactly. Or, and another thing um, is that when they get too comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, no, oh, I don't want to do this one. Or, no, nah, like, oh, why do you have to add more weight? And, you know, they start, says, chief line. Mm-hmm. Like, chief flowers. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, hey, like, true. you know what? Like, remember, I'm, I can be your homie, but right now I'm your fucking coach. Like, yeah, do what I'm telling you to do. Yeah, you know. You know. Like, Some take you. it personal, but if they take it personal, it's like, dude, like, you, this is what you hired me for. Yeah, exactly. Now, it's true. And, and it's very true because, you know, you hired, they hired you as a trainer and they want to make improvements, not as a therapist <laughs> yeah exactly exactly man <laughs> and i've actually have questions some of the clients do am i your trainer or your therapist i mean i'm trying to train you keep bringing up more conversations like dude i want to help you finish the workout <laughs> yeah exactly man <laughs> so also what is the okay so that, that that goes back to the question so and i and i guess you technically kind of answered it but perhaps okay so what have you yeah. learned in your journey of being a trainer journey, journey to be in my tra- oh sorry say one more time what have you learned in your journey or what have you learned in your experience of being a trainer Definitely, and like what you just said right now, how I answered it, you know, falling in love with clients, and you have to learn how to interact with them. That's probably the best thing that I've learned so far, you know, getting to know them, trying not to have too much conversation, like know your value as a trainer, you know what I mean? Like, how, like they're hiring you to train them, not having conversations the whole time. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. And one thing for sure is, uh, I think I can say that from my experience that I've learned as a trainer too, is not everybody is suit for a trainer, or perhaps not suit for a trainer, but you need to have the right connection with the right trainer mm-hmm. doesn't matter who is really the best doesn't matter who's the strongest doesn't matter who knows the most i mean it does matter that they know it is important it is fucking important yeah it is very important yeah of know. course but but it's also as important that the client needs to connect or have that chemistry with their trainer exactly because you can have a savage trainer and then the client is someone who's soft and can't take savageness or you can have someone a soft trainer like come on i believe in you and they're like dude like don't do that shit like just just fucking like, push <laughs> like, like you know it. like you know what i'm saying like, exactly there has to be that chemistry exactly you know and i've got a bunch of messages from you know new clients that are interested in training and they look but i have it's because I'm scared of you. Like, scared of what? You know, it's because I shoot videos. Okay, well, let me give more into explanation. You know, why that, you know, I posted that video. It's just, you know, some of these clients, you know, they love that intensity. They love that, you know, takedown where they just want to get abused. And I will give them that. But then there's the ones that, but can you start me off? So look, of course I can. It's just that when I post my videos, it looks scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it looks intimidating too. You see the video, and it's like, damn. Yeah. It's like when you're there, it's like, damn, you know. <laughs> exactly. But it's just, you know, me goofing around and showing a lot of the clients that, you know, sometimes I do push my clients to their limits and some of them cry the some, yeah, they, some of them throw up some of them faint i mean i mean it is scary but you know at the same time at the end of the day man i love it i'm like 
yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they come back stronger. And yeah. dude, I mean, the results speak for themselves, dude. Like, I've seen your clients. I've seen your, your competitors. Like, holy fuck. Like, you, you've, I see how many people turn their heads when they see your clients from when they first started to the way they look now. Like, one of your clients, Selene, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, she, when she, when she, I remember when she first started to how she looks now. I'm like, damn, dude, she has veins coming out of her abs i'm like what the hell like that's crazy man. she worked hard man she really worked hard all right man i, I saw it I, I i can i can dodge that uh what is your common what is a common mistake you see people make at the gym what is a very common mistake you tend to see people do honestly form and i've helped so many people over the years you know when it comes to like form especially at the gym like hey man don't tilt your back too much hey don't pinch your when you're squatting you know little things like that you know as a trainer for me to step in and help them it makes me feel good you know so they can correct themselves and you know they don't do a mistake and getting hurt so right. it's probably form is i see a lot and i've gone up to people hey man you mind if i show you how to do it correct you just don't want you to hurt yourself and yeah of course and you know do my job as a trainer just helping them out so everything's good yeah i get you man yeah because it form form is everything as far as people do tend to uh like put themselves at risk not realizing that that small slouch in yes the squats of or the bench when their elbows are sticking out and their hands are inside the bar like yeah. that pressure on their elbow it's crazy man it is man and i speak for experience because i've gotten hurt many times and it's an ugly feeling and it, it you know it throws your time away from the gym you know you know you're, especially if you're making progress and then you get hurt like i'm gonna lose the progress you start kind of like be, being self-conscious about yourself you know you don't want to keep going every day and getting hurt is another good thing <laughs> So speaking of as far as people who are, let's say currently injured, um, I actually had someone ask me or to, to pretty much speak as far as a um, substitution or modifications for people who are injured with knees, who have injured knees. What workout would you recommend people who have injuries in their knees? You know, I mean, you get older. I'm fucking 30. I, I know when the weather's changing because my fucking knees are hurting, right? Exactly. But, but like per say real injuries over people like example people who are overweight they carry a lot of weight putting a lot of pressure in their knees so they can't do the same sort of lunges they can't run stairs as fast as others can they can't sprint as fast because it's too much pressure on their knees mm -hmm. what would you recommend people who have injuries in their knees to type of workouts they can do to substitute substitution Okay, this is a very good question, especially you know, they're having knee injuries. I mean, for sure, squatting is probably one of the worst things you can do, especially if you can't squat correctly, you know, if you had too much pressure, like you just said. Um, what's a good alternative? I would definitely say sissy squats. I think was a good alternative, you know, that could help. You know, if you can't squat sissy squats, you know, you can grab onto something and lean backwards. I, right, it works right. pretty good. Uh, as in also, you know, doing kind of things like hack squat leg press. I definitely wouldn't do that, especially if you can't bang your knee. You know, right. more, you can do more stuff like... I would say assisted lunges, you know, kind of, you know, grab a stake, hold onto it, go straight down, you know, do it slowly to you don't have too much pressure on your knees, you know, that can help out. I currently have a knee injury myself. I, not that I tore my MCO, but I heard doing jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. one thing that I left out and I, and I hate it is my firm mission is a hack squat. Currently can't do it because there's still a little bit of sensation when I squat down and, you know, it's, the last thing I want to do is re-injury because, you know, I got a competition yeah, coming you, up. You, <laughs> yeah, you need, you need those knees. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and it makes sense, guys. So... As far as the modification, some of y'all that have those injuries in your knees or such, keep in mind, your knees are hurt, not your upper body, mm -hmm. right? So, like, you got battle ropes. Yeah, exactly. You got, you know, shoulder presses. You got movement. You can do a lot on your upper body. Mm -hmm. You can punch a bag or whatnot. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, I know legs, because um, when I used to do my group training, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of clients that had injuries mm -hmm. on their knees. So, 
one thing that i've learned with them is keeping it light yes stay light keep it light as much as you can just do more reps mm -hmm. and at a pace right exactly. so like if you can't squat then just sit down on a chair stand back up sit yes. down stand up sit down stand up sit down stand up etc 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 exactly and the more weight they start losing you know the less pressure they feel on their knees exactly so getting off the the list as far as that uh, in the questions i want to get more personal on you right so Go we're off it. the paper so i, I want to ask you what encouraged you to start jujitsu because dude that that's insane like fuck like you're talking about like you know like you don't know if you're going into practice and you're going to come out with a broken bone fractured finger i know you fucked up your pinky right yeah or, yeah my well, my bad finger i i um I oh, dislocated it. <laughs> ah, shit, man. That's insane. So what, what convinced you? What got you into jiu-jitsu, dude? And I'm going to say it again. I already said this answer. My dad. Your dad? My dad, dad, my dad seems to be in the conversation so much. <laughs> Bro, t t tell your dad to get you into fucking selling stocks and be a realtor too or whatnot. I need to talk to your dad, man. He can do a hell of an influencer. That's crazy. So your dad made you into a trainer. He got into jiu-jitsu. What is next, man? That's yeah, insane. and it actually started when we were, uh, he put a UFC fight and, and he's like, you want to watch it with me? I'm like, what is it? Like, oh, they're going to fight? And I thought it was fake i thought it was wrestling i'm like you know how they you know yeah yeah wrestling yeah, for the kids. <laughs> but, but it was fake i'm like no this is real I'm like oh really so he started showing me i'm like dad can i learn what we did yesterday yeah can we do it again so your so, dad knows jujitsu yeah oh shit yeah so <laughs> but my dad's trained my, my, my dad's trained before okay but is he any type of belt right now or no or he's like just, he, no he's just he would just train around yeah, and around exactly that's insane though but he's been been a coach by people also as well yeah yeah, yeah. man because i had a friend of mine i remember years back like I think that he was like maybe 12 years old, but this guy climbed on me like a fucking monkey and then somehow <laughs> knocked me down. I'm like, bro, like, get off, get off. Like, a 12 year old, like, just beating my ass. Like, cause, you know, but it's crazy. Like, it is, like man. the jujitsu, that grapple, all mm -hmm. that shit. Tell me a little more about that, dude. Like, so I know you just started jujitsu. So you told me about your five years of being a trainer. Tell me more about your jujitsu training. Like, exactly. tell me about that. So it actually started when I was 12. My dad was the one who started me at jujitsu. We trained as much as we could and he taught me what everything that he got taught and went from there this year was actually the year where i decided you know what i want to get more serious about it you know i know my way around but i gotta be more technical i just want to do it so i did it and you know one thing to another you know i have a dislocated uh, finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, but the main point is you know i fell in love with the sport i've always loved the sport it never left you know it was always there just that actually finally taking it serious was you know the next stepping stone and from there you know i've been doing it ever since and man it's so much fun i mean like you said there is a lot of you know high chances of injuries but you know like any other thing you got to do with it you know it's a consequence but i just love the sport too much i can't get away from it you know i, I love it too much <laughs> now normally i ask this for the audience as far as like advice or tips but shit i'm gonna be the audience today what's some <laughs> if i wanted to join jujitsu what would you recommend me to start how to start because like for example me i have a messed up wrist like mm -hmm. my wrist is fractured my shoulder is dislocated so mm -hmm. i know that she's gonna be popping yeah while we're twisting and turning tell right. me like is there anything like would i be able to jump can i still train in jujitsu with anybody can do jujitsu yeah? anybody just make sure you're healthy you know your endurance is high because it involves a lot of you know endurance you know you're moving so much you know you don't stop and you you man you burn so many calories just rolling around they'd be surprised and rolling in circles burns calories you know a lot and it's like you're in a sauna dude you're just drenched in sweat it's an ugly feeling because you know sweat but yeah it involves a lot of endurance you know it takes a lot out of me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no i mean I, i've seen you arrive like straight to, to the gym straight out of jiu-jitsu and i see that adrenaline in your eye like you got the eye of the tiger you're just like <laughs> either you're about to beat somebody or you just got out of a fight because i see, and see like, and that's a different story because i walk in with endurance then at the end of the class i'm like god damn it like i just want to sleep for like 10 hours yeah <laughs> man i mean i bet it takes that crazy energy out of you man i mean 
Uh, how long have you been doing jujitsu? Like, I mean, recently. Recently, I'm, I've been going already. In four, I'm going in four months. Already. Four months. Four yes. m- and that's why you have that new tournament coming up. Right? Yes. Uh, oh, I got my first promotion actually just about two weeks ago. Um, it involves getting stripes, so I'm a I'm a, I'm a white belt right now. But when you add a stripe, it's like you know you get you're more advanced. You're no longer just a regular white belt. You know your way around basically. So I got my first promotion, and from there everybody's like, "Hey man, we're gonna we're out competing. Like, you should join us." I'm like, "All right, I'm in." That, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that fight, dude. That that's insane, man. So uh, just as far as for everybody from the social media, where can people find you in your social media? You can definitely find me on Instagram as GS uh, underscore training. Uh, and then on Facebook, Gabriel Segura, you know, Segura Jr. Gabriel Segura, yeah. okay, right? Because it's GSD training, right? Yes. Do you, have a, do you have a personal page? I mean, a page or like it's just your personal page? No, it's just my personal page. You know, but I should have a personal. But I am working on a, on a, on a you know, page for GS training. That, yeah, you should, man. You, you <laughs> yeah, no, I am, wor- I am working on it. Don't worry. It's just, you know, now that I'm, you know, I got myself out there. So I think it's. That's, that's good. Like, it's necessary. So you only have Instagram and you only have Facebook, right? Do you have any other social media platforms? TikTok, uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. What's your Snapchat? Uh, GST underscore 13. GST underscore 13. Yes. So your Snapchat is GST underscore 13. Your Instagram is? GS underscore training. G underscore GS. GS underscore training. Underscore training. Yes. GS underscore training. And yes. then Facebook is Gabriel Segura. Yes. Right. Um, what gym do you train at? I currently train at Iron Body Gym, man. The best gym in Laredo. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, guys, just so y'all know, if you plan to join Iron Body, prepare to sweat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, either if you're in the winter, make sure you put on a lot of sweaters. Yeah, a lot if of sweaters. It summer, gets cold. <laughs> yeah, bring a lot of water, no matter what. Um, Real quick, as far as I want to know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do too, is what is your favorite muscle group to work on? Man, I, I love it too much. And actually, it's where I'm getting the most tightness right now. I definitely save my shoulders. I love doing shoulders, but currently can't do it, overdo it because as I'm competing, I can't have stiff shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I see. I feel you, man. That's what's up, man. I mean, so this is, this is interesting as far as I know. A lot of people are going to get a lot of advice from you as far as this. Just the last question I want to ask. And um, I mean, by after asking you about your social media, it's usually where a podcast ends. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm pretty sure one subject that is more important that a lot of people do want to know. If you got in this far with this podcast, then you deserve to hear it. If you didn't, well, you're not even hearing this part, right? But <laughs> going as far as the nutrition part, juicy nutrition. Okay. Right. <laughs> so a lot of people tend to believe um you only have to eat vegetable chicken fish and that's the only way lifestyle we can deal with bro i love fucking donuts i get water burger every now and then i i still got my fucking biceps i'm sorry i can still get cut I, I i want other people to hear from another trainer that can still enjoy life but what can they do about their nutrition like what habits can they build for better nutrition intake what can make it easier okay Definitely, like he just said, you know, everybody's human. I also love donuts. I also love, you know, pastries. You know, they're delicious. Everybody loves something. Everyone's got their, but definitely you got to just clean it up sometimes, you know. Anything what you can do is learn how to track your macros. I definitely say it's a high thing to do because, you know, you actually put in stuff extra. Like sometimes, how do you track your macros? So right now I'm currently doing it through a, uh, it's an app called My Fitness Pal. That's where you can, you know, find pretty much everything. One thing is cereal. It, I know it's a very high carb, you know, you know, food source. Um, but sometimes, you know, I'm craving it, so I throw it in there. You know, 50 grams, 60 grams. So you, if you can track macros, it would definitely help you out to throw in some extra things. You know, that you can throw in, but definitely don't throw in like donuts or anything. But you know, yeah. how to, you know, little treats here and there that can help you out for that little extra craving that you can do. Track macros, it would definitely help you out. That's the way I started off actually, just you know, fitting things in here. You know, I'll do like a burrito wrap. You know, it's some of my favorite foods that I can mess with. I would even do like a like a, what do you call it a high spinach um low carb pizza you know you can throw it in the oven that that's also you know youtube go go on youtube you'll find all those videos too 
Hell yeah, man. So you see that, you guys. Now, I know as far as counting your macros can pretty much sound complicated because it's like counting your macros. You got to get your yeah. six grams of carbs, your, your protein, and your fats. It sounds complicated, but once you turn it or make it into a habit, believe me, it's like dialing number. It's like dialing someone's phone number. Eventually, it just does it on its own because the math on its own, the app, my fitness pal, yes, right, it does it for you. Um, and as far as I know, with our online training apps, it that itself we can do it for you too. So uh, Gabriel said, "What is an online trainer?" I'm an online trainer myself too. We are personal trainers as well, but we also offer the online training. Where if you're too lazy to do your macro train, the macro account will do it for you. Yeah, everything you know? is com- are completely. We contact. take care of all of that for you. And as far as if you, for anyone who wants to, you know, they're on their own track and you want to keep track, uh, check out that My Fitness Pal. It will do it for you. It allows you to check out the options of the food you're consuming, and it'll pretty much kind of calculate it for you. The numbers aren't exactly 100% accurate, but it does give you about you know an estimate amount of i would say like a 70 percent you know correct you know that can give you now it, it won't be complete accuracy but it gives you that range it gives you that range because i mean any changes you make adding pepper putting seasoning adding sauce or whatever all of that starts changing the numbers yeah and i know uh, my fitness pal doesn't have everything or does it, it i don't use it it's there, like, I don't it use doesn't it. I have some things but majority like like i said like if you're doing a diet where you're just eating chicken and rice beef eggs it's all on there but if you start throwing in stuff from that's you know from china or something you won't, you won't find it you know what i mean like like it's china <laughs> it won't catch it but anything on the u.s it's there yeah okay that's what's up man all right gabe i appreciate you coming over to this podcast man this is actually the second podcast podcast number two you guys nice. there'll be many other interviews i'll be getting with other trainers and other entrepreneurs and perhaps i'm most i do for sure want to get you back on this show i do want to get you back on unleash your mindset bro because your fucking mindset has changed from my first met you which was what like a year ago two years ago Going on three actually. I three first years. met you at battle when we were going to yeah yeah, yeah. I, I met seminar. you at battle, but I mean coming down to like I really met oh, okay, you. Yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean I know hey what's up. And that's it. That was that <laughs> was our meeting, right? But now I officially met you, got to know a little more about you and whatnot, and we have about like a year and a half, right? How long it, have you been at Iron Body? Oh, uh, already going on two years actually. Two years. So we will have about two years as far as getting to know each other. For sure, I'm gonna have you come back, you guys. Thank you so much for t- tuning in. Stay tuned for many other episodes that for sure will be having coming on uh, in the Unleash Your Mindset with Chris Fit Unleashed for shares this is more that you want to hear about get tips get information what you can do to better your lifestyle and unleash your potential and becoming the best version of yourself stay tuned for the next episode